Kavar çıvıllı bırı çıvıl, aydıp saldı bıl gipti, üç dört günden beri caka güreşit... Music talks in different ways. Hi there, I'm Tony Reed. Previously, we introduced to you a grand piece titled The Epic of Manas, which narrates the story of a Kyrgyz hero called Manas and his seven generations of descendants leading their people in preserving peace, unity, and protecting their way of life. With 230,000 lines in total, it's reputed as the encyclopedia of the culture of the Kyrgyz ethnic people living in China's Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region. These days, there's been many efforts to preserve this 1,000-year cultural heritage in the modern world and pass it on to future generations. In this episode, We'll get a glimpse of how it's protected nowadays, and we'll certainly have an auditory feast of the epic. Many say the best way to keep a culture alive is to keep it in practice and discussion. The Manas Research Center at Xinjiang Normal University was founded in 2011 with the sole objective of preserving the Grand Song, including translation and publication overseas, interviewing singers, recording performances, and organizing tutorials. Mamba Taisa has been working in their center for 10 years. He says collecting visual and audio documents of the Epic of Manas is one of their main focuses. We started interviewing Monastchis in 2009, before our center was established. Monastchi is how we refer to Manas singer with respect. We've encountered quite a lot of difficulties during the process, and some artists were too old to do the interview or to sing the epic. Many of them are making a living from shepherding, so they live far away from us. We don't have sufficient staff members, so we need to carry it out during school holidays. In 2009, an 85-year-old singer named Akanbek was recommended to the cultural center. Learning the epic of Manas from the age of 17, the singer dedicated his lifetime to the grand song. Mambetaisa says it was an honor to be able to record the master's singing. When we met, the elder singer burst into tears, saying we should have found him five or ten years earlier, so that he could sing more excerpts of the epic. We felt touched by what he said and recorded his singing as much as we could. Although we have the recording of the entire epic sung by Jusupu Mamai, the versions of the songs slightly varied, as it was passed down orally from generation to generation. Hence, we record different renditions so as to compare them in the future. The segment of the Epic of Manas that you're hearing now was sung by the 85-year-old Manasji.
Mambetaisa says they visit several young Manas singers regularly over the past decade. Every time they sing the same segments, and it's been found that the content has been enriched significantly. Mambetaisa says this is to discover how much of the song that singers of different ages are able to sing and how the cultural icon is passed down nowadays. He's happy to notice the progress made by the younger generation of singers. We first interviewed a young singer called Tilival Du Bishinakung in 2009. Back then, he was around 12 years old and was able to sing 30 to 40 minutes of the epic. This year, he graduated from our university with the ability to sing more than 15 hours. He first learned the epic with his grandmother, and as he grew up, he started improving his knowledge by reading books, interacting with domestic singers, as well as learning with foreign artists via video platforms or other sources. The segment that you're hearing right now is sung by the younger singer we just referenced. It's about the son of Manas defeating the enemy who tried to capture his fiance. Traditionally, the grand song is taught among family members. Nowadays, the public has more ways to access it thanks to the development of modern media. In 2013, we had a one-year collaboration with the Xinjiang People's Radio Station to play segments of the Epic of Manas three times a week. Due to the variety of the oral tradition, we selected diverse contents and performing styles for audiences of different regions. Liu Hongyu is the director of the Manas Research Center and the Dean of Arts at Xinjiang Normal University. He highlights their achievement over the past decade. We have preserved more than 60 manuscripts, 3,000 copies of books, and have collected valuable audio and video clips that amount to hundreds of hours. We translated the first volume of the Epic of Manas into English, German, Kazakh, and Uyghur languages. The central and local governments support our research center with investments of over 5 million yuan or about 830,000 US dollars. Recent years have seen young scholars from different academic backgrounds join us and contribute to the research of manas. Our center has developed to be the largest of its kind in this regard nationwide. Music Talks. Witness the sound of antiquity and modernity. 
Research and innovation in terms of public appeal are essential in the realm of keeping tradition alive. With that being said, learning a certain culture of history through edutainment can be more attractive and effective. The Epic of Manas has been adapted into an opera in 2017. Talit Turdu is the then president of Xinjiang Arts University and the doctoral supervisor of dance. He introduces how he condensed hundreds of hours of the long epic into an opera. We held several seminars to go through the epic song, and we decided to include the story of the hero Manas and his son Semitei. Talit Turdu introduces that Manas was the leader of 40 tribes living in the Pamir Plateau, the border to nowadays Pakistan, Tajikistan, and Afghanistan. He was well known for his bravery, strength, and military skills. He united the Kyrgyz people from a warring period, bringing an era of justice and unity. Unfortunately, the hero was wounded in a battle and passed away soon after. His wife and their son, Semite, were expelled and had to seek shelter from her father. Semite learned about his origins years later and then decided to return to his birthplace as he was determined to finish his father's unfulfilled will. Eventually, Semite succeeded in combating the enemy with the help of his father's spirit. When celebrating the victory, the people were calling out for Manas with gratitude. So with that being said, let's hear this segment of the opera titled Calling Out for Manas.
Khaled Turdu says how he assisted the production team with learning more about the epic song. As an art director, I introduced several places in Xinjiang for the production team to visit, including Akchi, home to Master Jusupu Mamayi. When visiting the region, the production team got a chance to see local singers' performances and explore the lifestyles there. They were really excited for what they learned. Their costumes and makeup were specially designed based on the description in the epic story. Talit Turdu says making an adaptation of the epic into an opera is a good way to pass it down to the future. I believe it is beneficial for the public to know more about the epic song and our culture. I hope we will have more versions of the Epic of Manas, such as TV adaptations, films, dramas, and plays. Speaking of TV dramas, this last excerpt of the opera that we have for you is called The Heavenly Moon Lake. This segment of the song depicts the affection that Manas and his wife had for each other. So for our listeners tuning in, we hope this episode sparked your curiosity about this world treasure of a song. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Until then, bye for now. <laughs>